0: Another episode here of Getting There with Gaz, we're talking to a business owner in this episode, a business themed episode for you young entrepreneurs, you're soon to be business owners. So on the audio side, you may not be able to actually see because that's a part of audio, but on the visual side, we already know who this person is. So for the audio audience, tell us who you are, a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so my name is Bob Singh. I'm the owner of Uptown Beverage. Um, I'm kind of the, I guess you could say the brains behind the whole operation of bringing it from what it was a year ago to what it is now. Um, in my previous experience, I'm I also created a startup incubator in LA, uh, so I'm big into VC,
0: tech startups, beer now. So um, yeah, that's me. You've got it all going on, man. So let's go further back in your life. Let's go back to near about like six years old. What was your dream job when you were a child? And did that same dream job stay the same when you were about 18 years old? And where'd you grow up? So I grew up in Niskayuna. And my dream job
1: when I was young, I actually wanted to be the Walmart toys, the toy section manager. Really? (laughs) Because I was like, yo, they got all these toys there. And if I could manage those, that'd be fire. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's true every kid's dream yeah and um but then you know i turned 10 and then <laughs> and, um i got into robotics started building robots when i was about in ninth eighth, 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 eighth grade or ninth grade um i built wally at home and then i joined the robotics team and then uh became the captain of the robotics team in high school and then that kind of led into me going to USC for computer science. Then I was like, yo, I don't want to be a slave for someone's company <laughs> coding, right? And right. so now I'm like, i going to get back into business, join the family business. Um,
0: Wait a yeah. second, before you, before you keep going, I got to go back. I can't leave that over the plate there for me. You just randomly decided I'm going to start building robots? 14-year-olds yeah, are not like, hey, I'm going to build Wally." Like what inspired you to all of a sudden say, you know what? I'm building a robot because I think I can do this. It was just so fascinating. It's like
1: you could make something that does something for you. Isn't that nuts? Like yeah. I had Wally's eyes where uh, they were both speakers that played from the FM radio, right? So I could hear it was like sports live. Wow.
0: <laughs> and then Wally would move uh, depending on where I was. You did yeah, that when was you were 14. So like when you do that first one, you got to be like, okay, if I can do this now when I'm young – What can I? You mentioned joining the robotics club. You probably thought, "Hey, if I'm crushing it this young, I can't wait to see what my potential is doing this."
1: Yeah, and then I realized, yo, this is such a weird career because I'm really going to be a slave, you know? Right, (laughs) just slaving like hundreds of hours a week to do someone else's work. And I was like, "This is kind of (laughs) dumb. I don't want to do this." Yeah, you, you realize it uh, yeah.
0: resulted like you know what? It's not happening for me because this is way too difficult to have this happen. Although again, young and having success with it, it's not exactly what you want to do. So you mentioned the family business. Tell us a little bit about your family. How long your family had had this business going, or were they in a different business before they started this?
1: Yeah, so my dad bought Uptown Beverage about ten years ago, and it was nothing like what it is today. You know, it was like one of those shops that you kind of just if you need something at like 9 (laughs) p.m. and you just need to get your beer for the night. That's where you go, right? But now it's – about. so I took it over or I started helping out about a year ago. Um, I was always involved, like, growing up. I used to do redemption during the summer, like, for 12 hours a day. That was the worst. One, one summer I did Redemption for the whole summer just for a uh, Samsung Galaxy S3. <laughs> it was the worst. Brutal. 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 That's like the worst phone out there. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so then um, – so about a year ago, uh, I did the whole rebrand for the store and we launched a bunch of new stuff. Usually, I got – it's like way different than any other beer store. It's not the same, like, experience.
0: Yeah, but that 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 element's so interesting because you join the family business, your dad buys it, and you're able to have that trust with your family to say, you know what, as I mature and as I learn, I'm going to be given more responsibilities and they're going to trust me with these responsibilities. But you mentioned, look, you're doing redemption early on in this thing. Was there ever a time where you're like, you know what, I'm working for my dad. I don't know if I can do this, because a lot of people might say, I don't want to mix family and business. He's treating me both as an employee and a son, which can be a really tough element for some people.
1: Yeah, you know, in the the beginning, it was just one of those things you had to do. Um, I I, I certainly had my time where I was like, yo, I hate the family business. I'm going to go work for someone else. I probably quit or got fired from about nine jobs in four years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was like this is so ass like compared to just working for even if it, even if it's your parents just working working for someone else other than your family it was kind of weird to me um but you know coming home to it, coming home to it you talk about new ideas and stuff and i finally got I, my ideas were finally taken seriously like after college <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah man um, so you mentioned right there a second ago nine jobs in like four years. How did that happen? What, did you just not want to see your benefit where it's like, hey, I'm working for everybody else. My goal eventually now I realize I want to run a business like did you always have this like business owner mindset early in your life that no, 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 I can't work for somebody else. I gotta run the show i I think
1: <clears throat> I think that was, that was definitely part of it. I think a larger part of it was. The fact that I was tired of people not taking my advice, and just out of frustration, people weren't innovating when they should have been, right? For example, I got fired from this restaurant that I was working at during school because I told the manager how he should improve his <laughs> schedule, and I was like, "Bro, like I'm just trying to help you, right?" <laughs> and I got fired for giving him advice because he said I was like overstepping or something. Like, dude, this is so stupid. Like, Right. And that was just the dumbest thing ever. Right. And then, you know, just like other small things, like keeping your employees, I used to work at blaze, right. Like my freshman year of college or something. And dude, they kept me till like 3.00 AM. And I was like, dude, this is not okay. Like I can't work like 11 hours of excruciating work. Right. And it was just so awful. Like they, they make you close and then you need to clean for like three hours. And like, this is so ass. Like this is so garbage. It was it was just like everyone, no one wanted to listen. Everyone just want, everyone was there for the profit. No one was there for the
0: change. That was it. No, it makes total sense. I get what you're saying. So you're doing these jobs, you're doing these jobs. Yeah. You, you don't want to be there anymore. You're basically saying, you know what? I want to do my own thing. I can run my own thing, which is interesting because it feels like you mentioned your freshman year there. It feels like that first year at USC out at Southern California, does that spark the interest too of, you know what, maybe I can start something, straight up a startup. I'm out here in California, West Coast, young guy. Doing these jobs, it almost seems like, you know what, that's what may have sparked your idea to start on some of these startup companies.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely did. Um, it was also just like in college, freshman year, it was – a. It, College is definitely to discover yourself. I 100% agree with that. I think uh, freshman year of college, I definitely found out that um, computer science wasn't for me even though I was talented at it. I just, every interview every interview I went to, I got to the final round and they obviously saw that I wasn't passionate about it. But I I was crazy about it, but I wasn't passionate. Like I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. I wanted to use it to make something, but I didn't want to do it for someone. You know what I'm saying? So it was one of yes. those things where, I, and and then freshman year, sophomore year, I was really, I was really burdened by that. The fact that I couldn't get a job as a software intern, everyone else was getting internships. Right. And I just wasn't getting anything, but I knew I was more talented than all of them. Like majority of them at software engineering. Right. And I was like, why is this happening? Right. And then, um, junior year, I figure out, that I want to create the startup incubator, right? And that's when everything got solved. I was like, yo, this is my real passion. And they probably didn't hire me in the software interviews because they could obviously tell that I didn't give a shit about them and their company. Right? <laughs> like I wasn't faking it until I made it in, in software. Then we learned a
0: lot from the, the incubator and now we're changing the beer industry. Crazy that path you're able to take and have all those things happen for you. If I'm not say, I did a little research before we did this interview today. Doesn't this startup get printed in the Trojan, which is a pretty big deal? Didn't you guys end up getting a little profile piece in the in the school <laughs> newspaper at USC? We did, we did, yeah. Um, me, and my friend Andrew Brilliant, who was
1: a, at the time, he was the director of operations of the whole incubator. Um, we were. Compared to the other incubators on campus and other incubators in LA, we were extremely aggressive about how we want to treat our startups in a sense that we always put quality above anything. And that's something that's translated across everything that I do. Um, quality, you know, being at the forefront of everything that goes on. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was,
0: it was a good thing. To be and, and just to clarify one more time, you didn't sell the startup, right? You still are the owner. You still run it. It's just a part of the, all the other things that are working in your career right now. You're doing Uptown Beverage. You're doing a bunch of different stuff. But that startup is still active, correct? Yeah.
1: Well, it's a venture studio. So we have a bunch of startups that are in it. So we helped out a bunch of startups go from like their idea stage to, to market, right? So there's about like 12 or 13 of them.
0: You're a hustler, man. That's why I'm so glad I had you on to this conversation. So here's the thing about Uptown Beverage, by the way, and we're going to go back into the Uptown Beverage conversation. This is what I knew because you and I met in Christmas time, December of 2020. Uh, For my former employer, I did an event with you guys. And I'm like, whoever that guy is knows what's going on. I... We got the we got the Santa hats on. We got the deals. We got the T. I'm like, you know what? That guy knows what he's doing. I want to make sure I stay connected with him. And I wonder, and maybe you feel this way. We've touched on some of your previous jobs before and where you've worked. It feels like that experience at USC. Maybe you came back from a semester. You came back from a whatever it was, a summer, and you're like, I feel like a different person now because I've learned how I can improve Uptown Beverage and all the things we can do now for the business because you're able to do it hands on at USC.
1: Yeah, so essentially everything I learned in the incubator itself really helped me figure out all the the negatives of what we were doing in our business here, right? For example, like actually asking the customer what they're looking for, right? Something we never did, right? Before like a year ago. Like getting feedback from customers, uh, figuring out doing A/B testing on like which ones are more effective, which like website UI is more effective. Like, does this look better to you, or does this one look better to you? Like, asking customers if they would, uh, if they would use a service before actually implementing a service, right? That kind of thing, and keeping in touch with them, and all of this extra marketing mumbo jumbo. That really helped, you know, develop the Instagram, the Facebook, and all of our marketing material. Um, So yeah, I think just just seeing all the different facets of what could go wrong
0: helped me not make those same mistakes. And you mentioned that phrase there at the end: "Things go wrong." It feels like, and we're recording this in February of 2021. You and Uptown Beverage and your family were prepared to adjust, and we've heard this word like pivot. When COVID-19 hit, I remember when I was working with you guys in Christmas time, you guys had this whole system set up where you were able to communicate with the people who would come into your stores. You were able to still help them out if they felt uncomfortable stopping. It seemed like you guys were ready to adjust like other businesses were, but you had picked up these skills. You're like, okay, even when something goes wrong, we're still going to find a way to connect with our customers.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, that was kind of how the whole delivery system was born out of the the sheer need for um, contactless beer delivery, right? Just so that people wouldn't have to get out of their house and spread germs or anything, right? And that was, it kind of, it sped up the development of the website, it sped up everything else. So it kind of, it was in a way, it was a perfect storm.
0: <laughs> yes, like people just heard that who don't live in the capital region probably heard that and they're like, wait a second, Uptown Beverage was delivering beer to people's houses was this a dream? Was this real life? Yes. Like that's how smart is that? Yes. If you wanted this stuff, they would figure out a way to get it to you. However they could, which I'm telling you, getting to know you back at Christmas time, I could see people stomping in around the holidays and being like, thank you. Like you guys, you guys took care of me. And I'm sure you feel great where you're like, I get to see this. Like I'm watching people come back to my business now because we understood what they wanted. It's such a huge factor. Yeah. I mean,
1: we, we also added so many different things. Like, um, one of the biggest things in a beer, in a beer, um, store, right. Is having the product that the customer wants, like those rare items, those really hard to get beers, like those craft beers, like equilibrium, like beer tree, all those fun stuff, all those fun things. Right. You can't, you don't know what every customer wants. Right. So we created a beer request form online on the website and that using that, we were able to kind of figure out everything that, all the customers in the area wanted, and then we'd order it for them and then email them back saying, hey, we have your stuff in, right? And that was a great way to gather attention from the customers and kind of um, always have what they're looking for. This March, we're launching the Growler swap program. So essentially, if you own an Uptown beverage Growler, we'll swap it out with a clean one, then wash your used one and deliver it to your house. Let's go! That's what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) And by the way, if you're listening on the audio side, check out our YouTube video, because for all this information, the Instagram, the Facebook, the address and everything else, we're looking for more information. That's all on our visual side of this broadcast. So Do yourself a favor, Uptown Beverage, all the great things that are happening there. Again, a genius idea. People are going to love this when they stop it in March and have this whole thing going on. I think I'm excited for you and your business because you understand where this is going. And, and maybe this is more so this piece is a advice, And I know you're young and I'm young. So it's always a strange thing to give people a for a business. But I think you embrace this more than any other person I've talked to so far on the podcast is that you see what technology and social media and connecting with people can truly do for a business. You kind of have this feel of where the future is going for businesses. And you guys are already seeing the benefit of that. Can you kind of explain Again, I know you touched on this a little bit about connecting with the audience, but a little bit more on social media of how you guys have seen an increase using social media for your business.
1: Yeah, I think you're hitting a really good point here because I think in the capital region itself, I think a lot of businesses lack their their social media is just lacking. Like it's they just they need to be there. They need to be pushing more. They need to be doing three to four posts a day to keep their audience engaged. And what it does, it's it's a way for people that aren't on your website all the time, checking your new stuff that aren't in the store all the time to be notified of what you're doing. Right. People are scrolling through their phone all day long. And if you're not, if you're not capitalizing on that, you're doing something wrong.
0: Do you ever feel like even though, again, you're USC, I bet if we look around the capital region right now, you might be one of the youngest business. What's that? What's the official title we should use for you by the way? Uh, president of uptown beverage social media coordinator i feel like you do all the 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 jobs over there whatever your title you want to use is one of the youngest people with that title in the area and you're seeing success i think you're you're showing people an example of it doesn't matter if you're 18 28 58 if you have a good mindset if you understand your audience if you know how to connect with people you can have success and you're getting to see it right now in your business
1: yeah so my dad is the official owner and president. I'm just like kind of like the acting CEO. (laughs) Um, there, There you go. Um, but yeah, I think you bring up a really good point about the community aspect. I think that's a lot of what drives me. I think from what I've seen at USC and what I've seen with the people that I've worked with is, if you can create an experience where people that brings people together, you've automatically you you automatically win, right? um if you create the build, if you create an environment where people are people are excited to go there and people meet their friends there then you've created a an area where people meet and they talk right and it automatically becomes this this kind of sanctuary of just like of a good time
0: yes and i'm telling you when i stopped in your guys spot uptown beverage that's what i thought about because where you guys are located on altmont avenue There's a lot of like Mm -hmm. lunch, like late, I would say late night, but like lunch dinner spots where if you want to go get food, and this is what I would have done, go get food on Altmont Ave, hit up Uptown Beverage, get your beers for the night and have a good time. Like that's (laughs) the best mindset you can have. I'm sure you've seen it where it's like people are stopping in the store and you can see that big smile on your face, whether it's your buddies, you're going out for the night. When you become a part of that weekend experience... And you can see people getting ready to have that great time because of you guys, that's gotta be an amazing moment too that you know these people are coming to have a good time yeah. before their night starts with you guys. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the time people don't want to come in and start. So a lot of people do
1: their shopping online, right? That's kind of why Amazon is Amazon. <laughs> um, yeah. And a lot of the reason we're pushing so much online is, we're, is because we're also launching BeerBot in mid-March. So BeerBot is essentially like a, it's a tool literally a robot online that helps you find beer based on your emotions the weather and what kind of beer you're trying to look for and it will guide you through the website because we have 3,500 products you don't need to you don't need to swift through that and it'll help you find the
0: beer you're looking for wait a second I thought you said you were (laughs) done with the robot you told me ten minutes ago you were done you just created (laughs) a robot for your website what are you talking about that's incredible Beer bot's gonna be our big, uh, our big push in mid March. Um,
1: you know, to help people discover new beer. People that don't know what they're looking for, it'll help them find what they're looking for. Um, people that are looking to find something that's good for, like, uh, if you're in a relationship, you're looking for something that's good for you and your girlfriend, right? Yes. We'll help you
0: find about. it. Everything. What's your day like? What are you a ten hour, twelve hour, fourteen hour day? By the way. So.
1: So let me let me start with like kind of what my goal is for Uptown Beverage. Like I, think yeah. I think that kind of fits like my daily routine. Yeah. So the goal is to become the Amazon of beer for all of the United States. Okay. Right. So we're going to tackle New York first, and then we'll move on to the rest of the U.S. later on. Right. Um, but so my daily routine: I wake up at six thirty, go to the gym. Uh, if you if you do a lot of work, you just need to meditate, and that's my form of meditation that and I get back around 7.38, shower, eat breakfast, nine o'clock, Uptown, (laughs) orders, website, all that fun stuff, uh, distribution, whatever it may be um, for literally the whole day. Then at 4.30 p.m. we have to send out the delivery so you gotta make the routes, all that fun stuff, right? Then the driver picks it up at five, five to eight, all the deliveries go out, close at nine, then you work even more from nine to to 12 a.m. at home, then, then I go to sleep and repeat. And in the middle of the day, uh, I like to research a lot on different markets that are emerging. Um, so, one of the things that I'm going to be launching in March is for every first time order at Uptown
0: Beverage, you get $1 in Bitcoin. Wait a second. Did I just take a little Bitcoin action? Wait, wait, does Uptown yeah. Beverage accept Bitcoin? Because I used to have some Bitcoin. I got some buddies in Syracuse. They're about to give some Bitcoin. If <laughs> that's the case, you're dealing with Bitcoin at Uptown Beverage. Uh, we don't take
1: Bitcoin yet. But we will be giving $1 in Bitcoin uh, to every first time order.
0: Okay. All right. I want to make sure to clarify yeah. that. All of a sudden, you see people in orange showing up with their Bitcoin uptown beverage. We're not always keeping from <laughs> Why are guys' buddies sitting outside the door asking for beer. <laughs> no, but definitely big proponent of cryptocurrency. True. Big, big proponent. Even though you've done this, I think a lot of people who are in your spot or trying to get to where you are may have stumbled may have made a mistake or could make a mistake in the future. Is there one thing you've learned over the course of the last few years? Like, Ooh, that was a mistake or, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I learned my lesson and I'm going to make sure I never do that again. Whether it's uptown beverage or startup or something else, maybe at your time at USC. Look, I think, um, I think mistakes are incredibly important to make. I think
1: you learn a lot, but you should never make the same mistake again. If you make the same mistake again, you're, like why are you making mistakes? You make mistakes to learn, right? To grow. But you should never make the same mistake twice. That and it's it's kind of like the the cliche thing that you hear from everyone else on YouTube and everyone else on TV, right? Just work harder than everyone else and then you'll win. It's kind of I think um what's his face? Will Smith talked about this like some time ago. Like if you work hard enough, the the water kind of just clears itself for you. Like everything just oh op- everything is just makes way for you. And just that's what's happening.
0: That's great advice. I'll close with this one more <laughs> time. We said so many cool things about Uptown Beverage. We've given you so many reasons to stop in. But for one more time, maybe people who travel into the Capital Region for a racing season, or maybe they're coming up for some sporting events in the near future and they want to have a few drinks after the Uptown Beverage is their spot. Tell them one more time why Uptown Beverage is the best. And whenever they're listening, why this is the spot they should hit up in the Capital region.
1: It's simply a new reality. It's uh, the newest way to buy beer. The newest way to shop for beer. It's free beer. It's free same day beer delivery in the whole Capital Region. Name one of the beer stores that does that. That's
0: it. Uptown Beverage Bob, appreciate the time, (laughs) man. We crushed it. We had a lot of fun. By the (laughs) way, look, I know we had some fun. You and I are not done yet, my friend. I have i have a feeling you done, and I might be partnering on a few things in the future. Let's say that. We're both hustlers, I man. I have a feeling you and I are going to be talking again very, very <laughs> soon. How about that?
1: How about that? That Sounds good to me, man.
0: And I'll be stomping against some deer soon, too. So.
1: There we go. I That's what dude. I was waiting for. Have a
0: good night. <laughs> talk to you soon.
1: All right, man. Talk to you.